With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Some brands offer you low finance or cashback or servicing. Renault don't do ors. We do ands. The Renault Kajar with 1.91% APR and €1,000 cashback and three years servicing, saving you thousands. Renault, the brand with the ands. Visit your local Renault dealer. Finance is made under a higher purchase agreement. Terms and conditions apply. Deposit required subject to lending criteria. See Renault.ie. To the Gamerland Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Warsham. With me, as always, is the one, the only, real deal homie feel beatboxer that I know, the, the KevinMiller.com. Jump and press the circle button, Kevin. Gotta get back in time, Got Justin. Gotta get back in time. Gotta get back in time. <laughs> I uh, I recently purchased the animated series of Back to the Future. There was an animated series? That is commonly the response I get when I say that sentence. Yeah. Did you know that there was of an animated series? Of course I did. Of course you did. <laughs> of course I did. Uh, of course. Uh, it was towards the Don't end. Don't be ridiculous. Why? The, you know, uh, Saturday oh, morning cartoons that. were like a decade long thing, really, uh, like early 80s all the way through early 90s. And uh, that was at the, kind of the end, the tail end of that. <laughs> they uh, jumped the shark of it. They, they. Don't, I don't think they knew that. Here's they what went I back in time and they saw it coming. So back they in released, time, they released their show to make it work. Here's what I pieced together after watching the show. I remember liking it as a kid, but just assuming I liked it because it was Back to the Future, and I loved all things Back to the Future. It took place. In, they made it in 1991. Let me tell you the caliber of this show and what's in it. It has live action bits with Christopher Lloyd. It is live action bits oh, with Bill that. Nye, the yeah, science guy. I do remember that. It is written and directed by Zemeckis and Gale, who did the Back to the Future films. It has um, uh, Dan Castellaneto, who is the voice of Homer, as the voice of Doc. And it has the dude that plays Biff as Biff in the cast. The stories are funny. It's it's quality the whole way through. It's a little zany at times because it is a cartoon. Like uh, the the dog Einstein has a robot glove. They never make mention of it. He just has yeah. a robot glove so he can use the computer and drive cars. He just does. He just does that. That's funny. Um, the characters are well fleshed out. 
the the stories are like morality stories about listening to each other and being a good family, even though they go all over time. And I realized why is that it was made in 1991. This was the animation renaissance after um, Little Mermaid came out. There, there was just like it looked like money could be printed by making animated stuff. And I think that they were like, well, let's try a high quality animated cartoon based on Back to the Future and see what comes of it. And it only lasted two seasons. I haven't played. I like the Telltale games. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. You yeah. roam around. Do you, do you enjoy I, those? Really? The clicking, the, the clicking, fine, seeking. Here's the thing. Backward puzzle. I think we actually talked about The Walking Dead one yeah. a while ago. And I but like I played it. the Homestar Runner uh, Telltale games as and well. And it was not good? I, it, I got through about half, about through half of it. You get five episodes, and I did uh, to episode three, and I was like... I have I purchased it has to be close to a year ago because mm-hmm. it was back when I was still oh my god that's got to be four years ago it was back when I was still traveling yeah I purchased the Wolfman on the Telltale games uh-huh. yeah I purchased on the PSN the Telltale Back to the Future mm-hmm. and I thought about it yeah I didn't like it what what do you do is it three is it the three movies again or I don't know I I started I I just is started it into it and I was going into Doc's uh like barn lab thing mm-hmm. like and and it just it's that same thing, and I think it's the same thing. It's that like I the Lego up. games, in which they take a part of the game, part of the movie, and then they make a little puzzle out but of it. But the Lego yeah. games are at least have they have fun gameplay. Like yes, there is absolutely, an, it, and I I don't like there the is crap no gameplay to those Telltale yeah, games. There is nothing other it's than just, walking around, and so they have to suck you into the story. And I think one of the challenges that I didn't know until we're having this conversation here, the challenge that they face is that how do you suck me into a story when I already know the story? Yeah. Especially if, yeah, they're just doing the same story. Because Lego Dimensions did Back to the Future. It's a lot of fun. You get to play the four, and the, one of the first level is be in that farmhouse as Marty, and you try to, like, build a stereo, which was the opening part of the film, you know, where he, put, he clicks on all the amps and then Yeah, I remember just having to look for Doc, and, like, mm-hmm. and it was just, oh, I'll go look over here. And you look, no, he's not here. All right, <laughs> go over here. Ugh, he's not here. And I'm, like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> never found doc I'm out. the end remember what game was like that was the bill and ted excellent adventure game for the nes oh. do you do you remember this yeah i remember not liking it that's what i remember you had to go bad. through time i and, don't like having a negative attitude about stuff well we'll find positive things you like but you had to go through time and get people things that they wanted so william shakespeare wants uh, a skull you know to do hamlet and so you go to another time period, or maybe that was that same one, and to find objects, you jumped in and out of bushes. Yeah. We've talked about this before. It's still a terrible idea. Something about time travel games, because the Back to the Future game, also that same era, you, you ran around and you collected clocks. And if you didn't collect the clocks, you died. <laughs> and there was a clock in the game, which is kind of an interesting game mechanic. We've seen that in other places, but it was punishing. It was like if you missed one, you were going to run out of time and Marty was going to die. So many times I feel like we've looked back nostalgically mm-hmm. at games that we played. And this is one of those times where not only did we start down a path of what's going on today, but then we still went to what's going on. before. Like, can you imagine growing up with with let's say there was nothing good. Right. Let's just mm. say that all you had was Bill and Ted. Yeah. Right. And then you you grow up and then somebody is complaining about any game today. Like it, mm-hmm. let's just take pick a mediocre game that exists today. Like what's a what's just an average like, oh, I guess I did that. Hmm. Like a, not a triple A game, but just yeah, something just that's like, out there. Like it's out like there. Like a Pokemon game or yeah, something. Sure. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. So they're playing a Pokemon game like this is horrible. Mm. I hate this. Like the, the rage that you would then be filled with. Yeah. I have to, oh, we we didn't touch, did we talk, we did not talk about this yet. 
What are you going to say? Because I don't want to, I don't want to say anything. Well, I can't say. Here's the thing. It's about Infinity Ward. I can't say anything well, about Infinity Ward. I've yet, seen it. It's too. I know you have. I was going to ask you. That was what I was going to say next. Is can we throw up a spoiler alert and discuss Infinity War? But here's the challenge: is we 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 have to talk about it in a way that's worth other people listening to. Mm. Right. Here's the if thing. we're gonna if we're gonna throw up the spoiler alert, it has to be something we can't just tell us our opinion. There has to be critical, in depth analysis. Here's how, here's how we handle this. Yeah, we're gonna take the Back to the Future model. Okay, I think in this. All oh right. my gosh, somebody's in the room. Oh, <laughs> huh? Can I push pause? Oh, yes, boy. you can. All right, oh, Back to the Future. Spoilers. Record. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice, we're back. And uh, situations have been handled. 49 minutes have passed. Yeah. But for you, it's been the blink of an eye. Back to the future. Kids, I, I, now I got to figure out how to get the hell out of this. Disco, uh, I, I put you in the Clorox lounge. So just I know, but I can't. Lounge. If I just Listen, do that. Just hold control, alt, delete. Disconnect. There we go. <laughs> Here's how you reprogram your VCR. Oh, my God. It's doing it again. <laughs> It's doing it again. Do you want to hit stop? Nope. <laughs> nope. We're just going to ho- hopefully deal with chimes in the background from uh, uh, Discord until, and if it continues to happen, then I'll just disconnect and then we can reconnect that sounds, uh, sounds when it's simple. time to play the that stump sounds, game. And uh, yeah, so what, where were, we were trying to figure out where whether or the, not yeah. we could discuss. Infinity I only want to say one thing okay. and it has zero to do really with the storyline of the film. It okay. has more to do with my son's reaction to the film. Okay. I, I want to say one observation about the film and Marvel in general, which will allow me to make a much grander point about yep. media. And I don't believe it is a, a spoiler. spoiler in the film. But if you're like me, it would be information yeah. that uh, on the line of a trailer that you so, would want to avoid. So I don't even know. Here's, my, here's my theory. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch the timer on this recording here. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to tell people that they can hit the advance button. Yeah. 30 seconds. Or do you mm. think it's better to go a full minute? Mm, so we I, give ourselves a full minute and then we can, and then I will watch the timer. And then once we get to a minute, I'll say, oh, we're still going. Skip ahead. Yeah, another let's minute. do that. Let's, you do do that? that? Let's, say, let's say two minutes because we're both talkers. All right. Two minutes ahead, starting meow. <laughs> okay. Here's what happened that I thought was both adorable uh, and interesting about that movie is my son experienced nerd rage mm. for the very first time. Oh, he really was not because of the ending. Yes. Yeah. yeah he yeah. was not happy yes. at all. Yes. At all. What did he do? He just sat there like towards the end. He was just like, and then he was looking at his mom and he looked at me and he goes, that, I don't like it. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't like it. He he experienced, so we're still in the spoiler-free zone. Yeah. We, he, he experienced what everybody did after um, Empire Strikes Back. How yeah. can this be the end? How can this be the end of a movie? This is not the end of a movie. Right. This is not the end of a movie. My wife and I clapped, but we're grown-ups with mature uh, in, in, emotional intelligence. Yeah. We were the only ones. The rest of the room had your reaction. <laughs> your My wife reaction. also had that reaction. Really? Yeah. yeah. She was clearly, she was just like, what? Like, that kind of thing. Really? Yeah. I literally and said I, yes, and we went to we went to dinner, and he said uh, after after we saw it, and he goes, he said, "Why would they do that? Yeah, Why yeah, yeah. would they?" And and I said, "Well, son," he goes, "Because I'm so angry." Mm-hmm. And I said, "Well, son, here's the thing." I said, "You have to understand that they did their job mm-hmm. because you have this emotional reaction. They got you invested yeah. in the story, and that's what they want, and that's the way it should be." I said, "And I'm fine with that." I go, but. 
what you can't do is always be angry. You can't yeah. always be cynical, always be angry Every, about what it is. Nothing is ever at your standard. Then you, yeah, that's then, good Then call. that means you will never get to truly enjoy it. I yeah. said, and I think what you should do is instead of being angry, is that to kind of look at it and go, wow, I, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed this. They pulled me in to this story and this world so much. They got me. They, that I, that I, was, I was moved emotionally. Yeah. I was like, mission accomplished. All right, so that was two minutes. Okay, uh, so give us two more minutes. Yeah, give us one minute because my part. Well, yours is pretty quick. It's pretty. What what I have to say won't won't be hard. All right, one minute starting now. Skip okay. ahead. So the what I've noticed in the film is that it ha- deals with another father figure narrative, like a dad mm. with that is written to be painfully narcissistic, like to the point where he and it's really well written. It's not a like a two-dimensional supervillain yeah. like it is he is messed up so that is similar to guardians of the galaxy 2 so i'll talk about that so in both of these <laughs> examples you're dealing with with father figures that are incredibly narcissistic and 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 have this like disjointed uh relationship with their children and i i've noticed uh, that this is that it parallels kind of the relationship that our generation has with their fathers in general, right? Oh. Like, I, I think because the we're looking at baby boomers, the me generation was the parents of our generation, and I've noticed that in film and in television is the opportunity for an entire generation. All right, hold on. Now we're at a minute. I feel good. I feel good about going on. So okay. what this film explores... You might want to skip ahead at least another minute. No, though. I don't think so. All right. Because, because I think this is important. I'm saying you it generically. Choose. We give it, you the power. It, I'm generically speaking now about all films of our generation, that, uh, that it gives us an opportunity to express... Our, um, our, our what's bothering us with it within our culture within our current generation. So, you specifically looking at the relationship with fathers, which this movie and Guardians of the Galaxy deal with. Of a, a you know, how do you deal? What what is the what is what is the, where did our fathers let us down? That's yeah. that's what these kind of and so we're working that out. Like what we wanted from them, especially in Guardians of the Galaxy. Like we wanted a dad was there, but he kill your mom in order to to do what he wanted to do. And so, but if you roll back the clock. And to the mid 90s and you look at what the baby boomers were telling or like the late 80s, early 90s, their stories were about their relationship with their father. Scrooged is a really good example of that, of like it's a it's a story of an entire generation being sat in front of the television and growing up and feeling empty about that. Deep Space Nine, because I watch that show very closely, has several episodes dealing with their disconnected emotional parents, like their fathers being coming back from World War II and not knowing how to have a, a family, not knowing how to relate to kids. And and most of television in that time is them realizing we're now parents now and we have to not live like the emotionally detached people before us. Roll back the clock again to like the 60s and you see that generation deal like how they treat children in TV in the sixties. Like they literally hit them and stuff. They put them in court. If you watch the original star Trek and the episodes that they do with like the, the relationship between parent and child and the, the kind of like um, patriotism that you're supposed to have to your dad. So I say all that to say the TV film, even in a popcorn movie like Avengers uh, and the Marvel films is still an expression of art and, and us in each generation kind of working out our demons. Hmm. I, I don't want to. I don't want to say anything more for fear because you're better at navigating that than I am. <laughs> so I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna move on. I'm gonna politely move on because do you, here's the thing. Do, generically, yeah. do you think that's accurate? Yeah, or? I, I could. I could see all of that. I'm trying to think of 
the idea of why that is like what where where does the issue with the the dad come to play and uh in avengers or no, no, oh, just got in it. general like in got life it, yeah, yeah. like yeah, i'm yeah, wondering yeah. like what it is but i think i think it's you, here's my my first theory is mm-hmm. is that most dudes who are working and creating these kinds of things they're yeah. going to be more inclined towards a nerdy type thing Today, yeah. we live in a world where there are more nerd dads than ever, I believe. Well, yeah, it became the dominant culture. Right, but we're coming out of a time where it's like they wanted you to do, if you were a nerd, your dad usually was disappointed in mm-hmm. you, kind mm-hmm. of a Yeah, that, which vibe. is all the movies of the 80s. Exactly, and so I, and I'm, I'm guessing, I'm wondering if that has something to do with it, like... I, I don't know. I, don't. I, I mean, yes, I think that's part of of our generation's story to tell. And I think that you, the reason why we see it in movies like these Marvel films is because as an audience, it has to resonate with us. Right. Like they even even if they're trying to just it has to make sense to our cultural narratives. So look at Cars 3, which did I, did I mention Cars 3 before nope. it came out? So before before that movie was released, I knew that the story was. Lightning McQueen has to the end of the story is he has to be okay with being a loser and retiring because our generation values um, movement and newness Mm -hmm. and and what's next. Right. And a story about a guy on his last season uh, trying to make a Hail Mary to finish. We don't want that narrative. We want you to step aside, Grandpa. You were cool 20 years ago. Now it's someone else's turn. And that's exactly what that movie became. Uh, that same movie, maybe two or three generations ago, could have been what the first Cars movie was, mm-hmm. which was about the young generation going, no, I want the, the last generation to be recognized for, for their contributions to culture. Wow. <laughs> Here's we my started question. off talking about Infinity War, <laughs> and we're ending it with me going, I see Cars 3. <laughs> so That's not that big of a leap. I uh, saw a third of it, can, and, I, and I liked it. I liked it. You didn't it. see Cars 3? It's I great. I've seen the whole way through. It's super fun. My kids saw it. And they, I, they recycle lines from, um, what's his head? Uh, not Clint Eastwood, the other guy, who is the patriarch in the movies. He passed away. Paul Newman. Paul Newman. Yeah. They used his, they, they found lines from that recording and they recycle it into that film. Wow. So there's like flashbacks with so, Paul Newman yeah, he, and, he's talking. and it's fr- lines you've never heard. And they're either stuff he set off Mike or like in the room or scenes that they cut from the original cars and they, and they stitched it in throughout that film. It's good. It's really I, good I don't. Here's the thing. It You'll was like of, it. You love racing. I know. Yeah. That's what I mean. When I started watching, I was like, the kids saw it mm-hmm. and it was up on Netflix or something. They're like, mm-hmm. what is it? I'm like, eh, pff, all right. Pff, all right. Pff, it's got and Nathan then, Fillion in it. And then I started watching it. I was like, oh, this is good. I like it. This is good. And then something happened that I had to go do something else and they got to watch it. I can't remember what got it was it. off the they, top of my head. In the Discord, they're sending out alerts of whether or not we're talking about. Oh, because, yeah, the, I, <laughs> I was thinking about that, that if you're listening live, if you ever want to listen to the show live, you could listen at mixlr.com slash Gamerland. And I did not think of them when I was. There, uh, there were three very valuable souls in there. So three. That's that they told me they were very valuable. Oh, that they were in that in the sense that they had not seen the movie. No, yet. no, that they they were in the Mixelar earlier. Oh, okay. there weren't that many, is what I'm trying to say. Oh, they see. probably would have been able to manage leaving and coming back. And coming back. Um, 
So I, here's here's my question, and please don't hear this as narcissistic at all, because it's really not. Well, as you are a father. Uh, yeah, that's what I've learned, but not of okay. Uh, <laughs> when I when I gave that assessment, that was my real time reaction. I walked out of the theater with that thought that yeah. I just said to you. Um, my wife was like, "Nobody talks like that." I thought. Certainly, this is how people watch movies. This is how I watch a movie. Like, that's an ongoing conversation in my brain of the cultural reactions and the conversation an audience is having with Hollywood uh, generically. Is that not, that's not, that's not you? I'm a guy who's taken meaty theory, maybe not to the depth that you did, right? But I'm not, no, I don't. I I like to enjoy. I like Mm -hmm. to, uh, like... But also, I'm a guy who, when I listen to a song, I could I could listen to a song about the the troubles of a a a, a, a white privileged society. Mm-hmm. But if it's got a catchy tune, I'd be bouncing my head to it and accidentally look like a racist. <laughs> what song is that? I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I like totally. That's something that I could easily find oh, myself doing, or like. And if there's just enough subtlety, it's, unless it's like kill whitey, white devil, like then mm-hmm, I'll be like, mm-hmm. oh, I see what you're doing. Mm-hmm, but if there's some kind of like veiled innuendo against to, white middle class culture, is what uh, you're saying? or just yeah, or just saying you, like yeah, against your that, culture, that white people are oppressing black people on the regular, and I would be in my car in my minivan just flexing full force my white privilege turning it up, going, hey, what's up? And I would, you know what I mean? And I would feel a little sense of pride that I would give a thumbs up to a black guy who pulled up next to me, hearing me play that song and bounce my head to it, having no idea what it's about. <laughs> there have been but, so many songs that are about drug. And so I but don't... what has happened that you, you're now using the words white privilege in conversation? Like some, there's some new... A uh, younger person accused me of having oh, white privilege. Oh, that's right. That's and I was right. very offended. And so you went and researched what the hell that no, meant. No, I, and... I know what it is. I'm not that stupid. But it's like, but what I'm saying is... When it comes no to enjoying, no one said you were stupid. They said I was privileged, and that's the same thing. We also said you were <laughs> fragile, white fragility <laughs> on the rise. That is true. <laughs> Nothing is more fragile than a white person. <laughs> it's uh, true. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but th- so for me, like when I when I watch any kind of movie, I just like to enjoy it. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't get, I don't try to figure out like pick it apart or or say, oh, what's the message? But your improviser here? brain, are you not playing creator with it while you watch at the same time? No, because then it ruins it for me. How do you do that? How do you turn that off? How do you not compartmentalizing? The same reason you- why uh, Alias is she just com- she can live two different lives. Is that I can't watch this show because it it's not true enough. <laughs> it bothers me. That's it bothers true. Me. So this, uh, this but you excites get to miss me. out on the launching of Jennifer Gardner's career. I mean, she's, <laughs> the, the amount of charm that that woman exudes while she's kicking ass and saving America, Machiavelli style. Uh, she was like style. a child when she started that, right? I, I don't know, twenty. Yeah. I don't oh, know okay. if that's a child. So to us, maybe. Now. So what excites me about this is that one of the things that I find we super exciting. could be old enough to have a twenty-year-old right now. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Look at us. Going back to what I was Look saying. At us. <laughs> you have a ten-year-old. Cradle in the silver that, spoon. That hits me often because I look around and we have, you know, preschoolers in my house. I'm like, I'm too old for preschoolers. <laughs> I feel it now. I didn't feel it. But, you know, they say, you know, you make cho- choices in your 20s and 30s that you don't reap the benefits, you know, the rewards or the disaster until like your 60s. And I'm like, here I am. Really? Like, cho- yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what you plant in the, your youth will come to flourish. And we're, we're, our generation doesn't want to hear that. It's like, no, there's always more time. There's always more time. No, choices you make in your 20s will blossom into problems or realities in your 40s and 50s. 
That's why we talk about your best earning years are in your 40s. Like, how do you get to your best earning years? You make good choices in your 20s and 30s. No, I think you make stupid choices and learn from them. But with the knowledge that you need to get there. Because if you're like, because you say that because your guideline is, I'm going to work hard and head towards the destination. Yeah. You have, you've already narrowed the scope. If you go, I can make stupid choices and learn from them, that involves, I'm going to start a newspaper business in the year 2005. I, I'm going to open up an ice cream stand. Right. I'm going to lay on the couch and watch TV and somebody's going to notice me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you can do that in your 20s and be okay. Boy, here's the thing. Did I'm not you? Uh, to a certain extent. There's lots of things like I've, I've wrestled recently. And here's the thing. I'm going to say this because even though this is a show about video games, but pew, pew, pew. it is a show about video games that has a predominantly younger demographic. Yes, right. And so I would say the majority of the people listening to the show are probably in their 20s or early 30s ish. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know? And then we're going to have a, 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 not a, like just a handful, but I mean, a big group that's our age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, who understand what we're talking about. Exactly. When we're talking and they're about like, dude, yeah, I hear that. Pitfall. I wrestled a lot, especially in my early and mid 30s. Like when I started doing stand up, stand up yeah. was like a big thing where it's like, oh, if I would have just started doing this out of high school, mm-hmm. I would be so much further along in life. Yeah. And it would be so mu- it would have been so much easier because I'm trying to do it while I have kids and have a family. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then through doing stand up, I realized, oh, no, I really like having kids and having a family. Right. And you would think I would go, if I would have just done that when I was 20, mm-hmm. but that I never have thought that. No. But I have. So, so then I'm like, I just got to find a different thing to do. So then I moved into radio. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, so I did that. And I was like, oh, this is good. This is going to work out. And then I realized eh, I'm not really good at working for people. Yeah. I'm better working uh, Which is what for comedy myself. Offered. But tell and me so, this, yeah, because I know your story. Had you listened to your voice, your inner voice that said you want to do comedy, you would have started doing comedy eight years earlier. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would. Well, I mean, if you think about it, comedy was stand up comedy was the thing I wanted to do in first grade. Mm-hmm. But exactly. I but I gave up on it. I tried it again when I was 16, but I it never really was there. And so I just thought, well, acting will be my thing. Mm-hmm. That's what I was. That's what I was going to do. But then, as I got older, I realized I'm not a good actor. Mm. The only thing I'm good at is making people laugh. That's, that's very it. true. I'm laughing, and now I'm getting. <laughs> 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 now I'm getting older, and then there's a part of me that realized that the this most of the success, in my opinion, now this could be because of my own insecurity, but most of the success I had in stand up had more to do with my business acumen than it had to do with my comedy talent. Mm-hmm. And so now that's that's where I am. I'm like, well, I think I'm better at managing or building a business than I am at even being funny. Uh, which I don't know. You could be being, good at great both. You could be great at both. No, I can't. And I, but I, well, and then it comes down to okay. Well, let's. So if I was to take out my self loathing, right? Mm-hmm. If I could remove that aspect of my head, yes. Then I would look at it. And go, no, you're 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 being unrealistic about like people enjoy your comedy. They, yeah. You you know that's 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 not real. Mm-hmm. However, you do too. Years later, I enjoy my comedy in the moment. You often don't think you're funny. And then I'll show you something you did two years later and you'll be like, that's really funny. funny. (laughs) Uh, But so then what happens is that so but I did look back and I and I could tell you that I the idea of being on the road and away from my family life. And it's not even just about being in proximity to my wife and kids, but it's like my wife and I have been very fortunate in that. We, I was a stay-at-home dad when my kids yeah. were much younger, and I raised them, and and they got it, and they're in school. And in the past year, she's been the stay-at-home mom a little bit more mm-hmm. and worked too. 
But she's like, even today, I made dinner, and she goes, see, I could never have done that. And I yeah. go, what do you mean? She goes, just whipped up a, a dinner in like an hour. And, and if she, I go, yes, you can. You do it all. The, but see, this is the same thing, I think, in her and, com- and me mm-hmm. and comedy. Like, she thinks when she makes chicken and puts some seasoning on it and makes some asparagus that it tastes awful. Mm-hmm. But I come home from work, and I'm like, this is, this is freaking delicious. Food always tastes better when someone else makes it. That's, Maybe that's what it is. We, we, that's Although my pork tenderloin was pretty top-notch, <laughs> and I made it. I'm pretty funny Good when I make Good food pork. always <laughs> tastes better when someone else But But this is my point, though. So, I, you know, in... In Christian circles, we say that was God's provision to not let you do comedy at an early mm-hmm. age because you probably would have died in a gutter somewhere from intoxication and then self-loathing. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but you made choices. So I'd be that by the idea if I didn't do it until I had kids because the kids yeah. would be the carrot on the stick exactly. to pull me back to, keep, to safety. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. But here's the reality is that you My did. My wife would have done it earlier. Killed you? No, I oh. think I would. I think even if I would have started doing stand-up at 21 yeah. because... I, you would was, have been better. It, I think. I think you would have not been happier, but you, you would have been further down this track had you started comedy out of college or out of high school. But here's what I'm trying to say: is that you did make choices yes. in your 20s that you're reaping the the harvest for now, right? Which is you had a family. You got married at 21. Who gets married at 21 Me. and that doesn't live in Oklahoma? <laughs> Why you is, got married at 21. Why does everybody have to be a backwards? <laughs> but here's the thing. It's I not was, that. I it's was in un- love. normal. It's not the norm. Even people that are in love wait until their mid-20s. Also, you you beat the curve, right? Because personalities settle into place mid-20s. Uh-huh. Uh, often people that get married in their early 20s do end in yeah, divorce. That was my mom's advice. She said the only yeah. thing you're going to run into is you have to make sure you grow together now because exactly. you're so young. Because you're so young. my mom got married at 18. Which you did. And you started to grow different directions, but your solid upbringing bridged it back together. And Natalie's incredible character. It was a beautiful, beautiful six months of, of not friendliness. Yeah, that was more her, uh, more her work than mine. I okay. Think. Well, this isn't a therapy session. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, we really took this one off the rails. By the way, I mean me. It's probably both of us. Delete is, it all. Just so you, this is what happens when I try not to do a spoiler. That's, this is all just an attempt. Go another minute. <laughs> Go another minute. <laughs> We're not there yet. So here's what I wanted to say about about the alternate or about uh, that conversation with or the yeah you were saying people don't, nor, people don't do this yeah so so what excites me about it is that uh, I find this idea that culture and art have this ongoing commu- uh, conversation and the the you know I like to make board games and the idea for the board game that I'm working on right now is what if there was a land of tomorrow lands. So you know how when Tomorrowland opened up in 1955, it looked like the magical world of 1986. Mm. And so it was kind of like frozen. And then when 1986 came around, you looked around and you're like, this didn't happen. Or Back to the Future 2. Yeah. 2015, you come to the year 2015, you're like, that's a stack of Where's laser discs. hoverboard, bitch? Exactly, exactly. So what if you played a board game in which you could visit different futures that were uh, snapshots of different eras of time's idea of what the future would be. Mm-hmm. Like, what would the year 1900 think the year 2020 would look like? What would the year 1955 think the year 2020 would look like? And so on and so forth. And so in a board game, you visit all of those realities simultaneously. Simultaneously? Yeah. But what jump- would be the objective? Just to visit them all? Each of the five board games. Because board games, is just, like, that's the other thing. When we played the uh, Wonders, is that mm-hmm. what it's called? Yeah, Seven Wonders. Uh, Seven Wonders that, that I was like, you know, board games have really changed. In well, that- there's two types. There's strategic board games and then there's family board games. Yeah. And family board games still, they make new family board games all the time. 
But when you're the guy who doesn't party think games. A, a summer blockbuster is a culture uh, having conversation with Hollywood, <laughs> you're just like, where did the shoots and the ladders go, bro? <laughs> they have games for that. That's, you know, like... Uh, Why am I at war jo- with joking. my neighbor for some coins? <laughs> joking hazard. Uh, I played I that with our friend. I apologize and get my, uh, my token in the middle. <laughs> it's a different game. So I can say, in this game, you. Each of you. Each of the eras... Uh, Hard to talk trash in Seven Wonders. It's, no. <laughs> really is that totally what you're doing? Cool. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'll I'm see you at the vomitorium. <laughs> <laughs> what say you, sir? Your university is stuck full of cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm realizing that in games, I think trash talking is more of a thing for me. And uh, just the way I play Stump, even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I, my kids, we don't play I Doubt That. We play bullshit. I taught mm. my kids to play bullshit, and it's their favorite card game to play. Like, <laughs> and that is the G version called I Doubt That? Yeah. Uh, interesting. I found it online. I was like, oh, we call this bullshit. <laughs> I doubt that. Yeah. No, I know it. Uh, all right. Let's take a break. We'll play some Stump. So jump over into the uh, Stump queue if you're on the Discord. If you're not on the Discord and you want to listen in live or chat with other people, I, I'm assuming they do this when they're not on the show, uh, or share pictures of what looks to be a cat inside a shower. Uh, somebody has it. That's what they do. That's while the we're magic doing of the show. internet. Uh, go to uh, bit.ly slash gamerland discord. Oh, there are two yes. things in that. Bit.ly slash gamerland discord. And uh, then that'll be a way that it'll get you right there. You get set up. And uh, our dear friend Ryan will throw you right in there. And all of that will be fun. And I'm going to say right in there one more time. Right. Let's save the day, Justin. Yes. Save it. I feel like everybody's been invited to our wedding. Is that what that means? Is that what we're doing? No, saving the day. Oh, no, you're right. That would be, it's from Ghostbusters. It's when they're saving the day. See. Like, it's, I think it's a very on the nose kind of like, here's a montage no, we're song. literally saving the day? They're literally saving the day. So it's not day. saving the day for the wedding. No, it's oh. like. Oh. Yeah, but then they, at the end of the chorus, it's like, can't wait till tomorrow. Save the day. Can't put it off. <laughs> so I was listening to that song while I was creating our new logo. Yeah, take a look at that if you haven't seen that on your uh, on your phone there. Uh, if you're listening live, wait till tomorrow. Don't do it. No, save the day. You can't, oh. you can't do it tomorrow. Oh, you, you guys. Gotta do it. You got to do it today. Guys, if you, that's the downside to listening live is that you don't get to actually enjoy the full experience. You could save the day. I mean, sure. The people who are getting to enjoy uh, the, what if this is like the ring in this scenario, right? Oh. People who are enjoying the new po- uh, podcast logo that Kevin has designed, uh, they were not participants of the ring. Uh, and therefore right. they made it then the 12 hours after this and uh, they're okay. That's great. Uh, do we technically then I've never seen this movie. The ring? Yeah, that's a scary right movie. Right in your wheelhouse. <laughs> It's right in there, dude. It goes with Skylanders. Oh, yes. <laughs> Garfield and Friends. Oh, creepy, dark-eyed, faceless chicks climbing out of televisions yeah. in, a, in a weird, like, I think she's breakdancing. You like breakdancing. I do like breakdancing. Oh, yeah, yeah. You gotta like watch the, the ring. Dance. You so, like Renee Zellweger? I can't remember I do. if she's in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? I kept waiting for her to show up. One way to find out. <laughs> Bears. So I had to watch a lot of tutorials to make this happen. There was a. Oh really? You know, YouTube is a is a uh, a veritable, uh, vast vegetation landscape well, filled are, with well, me, very know. much things. They. Uh, the the number of things that Photoshop can do. Have, do you use Photoshop at all? Negative it, on no. that one, Ghost Rider. There is 
it's like ridiculous when you get My into photos it. online would look so much better if I did. I bet <laughs> I can Photoshop them for you. I, I know how to do that now. Did you make me look like Kim Kardashian pouring champagne on my own buttocks? Yes, oh. that's an easy one. Oh, that's really? easy to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We Why have we that. not done that already? <laughs> I want to try to break the internet. But see, here's no. It's already been done. You have to find the crack has been sealed. Oh, come somebody, on! Somebody puttied that hole. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they did. Yeah. Champagne. Uh, so there's when you use Photoshop, they, they, there's like the basic elements of it of like you can have a brush and you can erase it. And then there are layers and you can do that on and stack them. But then you click a button and it pulls down these like drop down menu of things that you're like uh, for years. I've I don't know what the any of these mean. I've never changed the screen type to color burn. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> what that means or why you'd need it. When you put those two words together, I swear to God, my brain crashed. That's exactly. Screen type to color. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so I watched this tutorial and he goes through, he's like, change this to this. And I saw it. I'm like, oh, color burn allows. Like, I understand it now because of the layer aspect and what I did with the gradient fill. But I had no idea why I'm doing it just to break you. But <laughs> there's blood coming out of your really? left eye. I'm crying blood. But <laughs> well, you did it. Can we go back You're to welcome. talking about uh, Avengers again? <laughs> yes. Spoiler alert: Justin's dying. Uh, uh, so it was a lot of fun. Happening? The ring. <laughs> should have looked at oh, the logo. No. It was a lot of fun to create, and I hope uh, I hope people like it. I think it's uh, it was cool to make. It, it, I put on Jumanji and made that, as well as several episodes. <laughs> Of Doctor Who. I used your Amazon account and just... <laughs> for for 0.6 seconds, yeah. I thought Jumanji was another Photoshop plugin. <laughs> I was like, well, that I'm on board with. I, I know would that just, one. That would be my Helvetica. I would just use that for everything. Jumanji. That's Jumanji. That movie's now. great. Oh. I'm, Welcome to the Jungle? Come I know, on down. Yeah, yeah. I know it's a year later, but it's like... Already making a sequel. Good for the sequel to the sequel. Yeah, because it's a sequel to it's the. A, yeah, I think it's a reimagination. It's of, a, it is a sequel. It yeah. is because the events of uh, Robin Williams Jumanji happened in '95. This movie picks up in 1996, like later on a beach somewhere. I, and I was shocked. I put it on thinking it was just going to be a lot of fart jokes and whatever. No. And they're in there. There's fart jokes. Let's no, but be they're fair. Fun. They're fun. Everything about that. When she dance fights with those dudes, and they don't they don't lean into it. That like yeah. it happens and then and then it it just goes away. It goes away. And they I was really impressed. But ultimately everybody the in the worship family's favorite line is like I uh, I cake when I or explode, <laughs> I explode when I cake. I explode when I cake. We they, we laugh at that for two days. Do you really? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody in the family randomly were like, when I cake, I explode. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the line. <laughs> the, the relationships in it are what sells the movie. Like the characters are so much deeper than you think right off the bat. They go through so much. Yeah. And it, I had a conversation with. I was going to say yeah, that's you where I was going. You didn't. You didn't experience what that. was uh, what was society saying during Jumanji three? Well, <laughs> I think that, that we like uh, we like the former companion from Doctor Who in I, short shorts. Oh, is that who she is? Oh, that's funny that I watched Doctor Who and then I watched that. Missed that uh, part of the conversation. <laughs> I knew she looked familiar. She had to be a star. But they, um, they it's clear that it, that The Rock, or I'm sorry, Dwayne Johnson, and uh, and other people like him. Uh, it's. President Dwayne. <laughs> yeah, President. <laughs> Vote now. Um, you don't have to go Mr. He's informal. <laughs> just Mr. President. They're but if interested you call him the in doing, Rock, Mr. The Rock. They don't want to just do popcorn movies. Like, they could have they could have done a free pass on that movie and just lean on on The Rock and, and gotten out and made their money back. But instead, he was like, we have to make a movie that actually has some point to it. Let's remake Tron and Breakfast Club with Jumanji in it. Oh. <laughs> and that's what we got. I uh there that person is freaking out right now because mm-hmm. I pulled someone into the uh the live 
call for, and then they pulled themselves out. You son of a bitch. How dare you? I put them in there so that they would be ready. I was trying to actually do some behind the scenes they got uh, scared. programming they got scared. and production. So for this edition of yeah. Stump, we need two players. Oh, well, all right. Should I skip this person? You or can. Was... You do whatever you want. No, I don't even know who they are. That's unfair. That's unfair. Uh, hold on. This, this person says their name is, I can't read it because it's too flippant long. Uh, it just says, I made Sly Cooper. I made, I made the Sly Cooper anima. The the animatic, the one that we love. I don't know. Here, how about this? Let's uh, let's connect, and then we can we can find out exactly what does your screen name mean. Are you going to tell us? Oh, hello. Oh God. Hello. Hello. Wait, is there a way? Is there a way to mute Mixlr? Uh, yes. We are not in your house. <laughs> Why would you ask that? How do I know? <laughs> Who is? Oh my gosh! Do you know how to use a computer? That's like that. You have to understand. That's like asking your parents how to reprogram your DVR. Like you have to when you say DVR, that. You mean Netflix? Yeah, exactly. That's you. That you're. We have. We, I, here's the thing. You, you broke Justin. We're not. We're not completely disconnected, right? Like we we get stuff. But I, and I understand how MixLR works and why it works, but I don't understand anything about really Discord. They just really they said download yeah, this thing. Do. Well, I get it. You're I'm not, not dumb. I'm not dumb or stupid. But it, it, to say that like Let's here's get... the thing. Here's the thing. This is a better way to put it. Okay. Uh, Jimmy and uh, Ryan in our post show conversations yeah. with the whole game. Jimmy and Ryan could get together right now. Yeah. In fact, maybe we make this a reoccurring post show bit mm -hmm. where Jimmy and Ryan they they tell me three features that discord offers <laughs> and i have to guess which one of them is a lie That's i a will lose game. that game more often than i lose oh, stuff. i want to play that version of stuff <laughs> all right so this version of stuff what are your names he's too busy muting xl oh my gosh one of you talk <laughs> ben hi ben welcome to the show are have you been listening for long pretty long i don't know maybe like yeah. Please say 40 Three minutes. Years. Four years. Four okay. years. Yeah, I really <laughs> thought he was going to do it. Thanks for being here, Ben. And who else do we got? It's Carmen. Hi, Carmen. Oh. Thanks for being here. Hi. So what is, I can't say your full name because it has like a little ellipses at the end of it. It just uh, says, I made this like Cooper Ann. I was I was fooling around with the nickname and my nickname right now is I made the Sly Cooper anime. Anime, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, great. Well, welcome to the show. In my name, you you just you fall off a cliff before you finish typing your name. That's why it's okay. yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> Both ends. So here's how this game of stump works. Uh there there are going to be four rounds. There are four of us. Uh we one are one of us. One of us. We are each going to ask the other three a stump question. Uh oh. I'm going to ask the three of you a question. My goal is to not get you all to not know the answer or for you all to know the answer. I need one or two of you to know the answer to my stump question. All right. And then it'll be Justin's turn. Then it'll be Carmen's. Then it'll be Ben's. All right. And we'll tally up points from there. So uh, be thinking of your question. In the rules of stump, the rules always change. And it's called stump. So when you joined this game show, you knew it was going to be hard. Tonight, instead of knowing trivia, you have to know a trivia question. Aw, snap. Here is your question, my stumplings. God of War came out this week or last week 
I don't know, recently. Uh, <laughs> it's in its fourth installment. Is this part of the question? I, no, have I asked a question? Uh, that was a statement. <laughs> I know the answer. Do you guys know the answer? Who is the inventor of God of War? The original designer of God of War. Like the name of the person? The name of the human being that invented God of War. Oh, guys, I'm out. Okay, Justin. I cannot help you. Does not know. I do not know. Carmen. Uh oh. Okay, just to confirm, no Google. Right? No Googling! Why would that right, be wait, allowed? Wait, wait. Please don't the, Google. The company that makes it, but you want the guy? I want the name of the human being responsible for inventing God of War. And if we're all wrong, then you. Failed. I don't get any points. Right. Yeah, I need one of you to know the answer. Carmen. <laughs> nope. Carmen, do you know? Carmen, did you die? <laughs> She fell off a cliff. No. I was right about her animatic. No, no, she sorry. did. It. She's gone. No, She's, I'm here. I'm here. I, we can't hear her. She seems to have fallen know. off the face. Carmen, give me your answer. <laughs> oh, no. You don't know. All right, Ben, you're my only hope. Uh-oh. Help me, yeah, oh, Ben. You're my only hope. It's Santa Monica Games. Right? It is Santa Monica Games, but the creator's name is... Okay, and he's gone. I get no points. <laughs> David Jaffe, guys. David Jaffe. Right. He did not work on God of War 4. That's a, that's why I thought it was a good talking point, is that he did the original trilogy, but he was not a part of this softer, more maternal God of War. Uh, Carmen and Ben are really low. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's my bad. All right, um, Justin, trivia question. See if you're better at this game than I am. All right, now, uh, mine's going to sound like it's not video game related, mm -hmm. and that's because it's not. Okay. But it is <laughs> stump related. Jumanji. Yes. All right. I got one of you. Yeah. Who is the current host of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Whoo! It's a good question because of this sound. And I and I want, <laughs> I want, I believe someone will know this. Okay, I'm going to answer first. It's Steve Harvey. Oh, dang it! <laughs> is that right? Um, damn it! All right, Carmen. Come on, Carmen. Ben, you're my closer. I'm counting on you. Don't Google it though. I don't want to win in a cheap fashion. Who is well, the yeah, I feel like I know, but oh, good, Ben, good. See, all right, Carmen. You're asking a bunch of millennials that don't watch TV anymore. Wow, God of War is not. Oh, I see what she's saying. All right, Ben. <laughs> wow, it might be a wow. trick question. Is it Regis? No. Oh, that no. was a good guess, though. Yeah, it's Chris Harrison, but the guy from The Bachelor. I don't know what any of those words meant. Wow. <laughs> I'm also a millennial. What's a web series? Because those are old. <laughs> All right, Carmen. See if you can win at this. Yeah, remember you got two old guys here. All yeah. right, so feel okay. free to ask anything from 1989 or before. Who was Reagan's vice president? <laughs> What's a Reagan? <laughs> um, sorry, and so I want you to... You want to ask a question that not all of us know or not all of us don't know. You only want to get one or two of us to know the right answer. Okay. Um, uh, okay. Bonus points uh, if your question can, is uh, representative of a conversation that society is having with this game show we play in the second <laughs> half of our show. All right. Um, okay. Well, what, what really got happens? Kevin on that one. Good. Well done. <laughs> what, what happens... When you press the start button at the beginning of the first infamous game. 
Oh, oh good question. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I'll the go last. first infamous game? I'll go last. I know. The first, yeah. That's one of my most, like, favorite yeah. moments ever I, kn- of, I know. any video game. I want to say that it immediately... My first guess was that you had to choose which path you wanted mm-hmm. to go, but I think it immediately goes into a cutscene. That's, but I don't know if that's specific enough. All right. I kind of meant a bit more specific. Oh well, all right then. I guess I'm out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> ben, do you know? Starpen? Um. Yeah, no idea. <laughs> Carmen, I got your back. The whole city explodes. It goes kaboom! It sure does. Yeah! That, they were super clever about that because you remember how that game ends, right? The What you have to do to finish it? Mm-hmm. You have to pick up the device that you're working to, Boy, to collect. Skip ahead a minute. Skip ahead a minute. <laughs> it's a 10-year-old game! Skip ahead a minute! You have to pick up the device and you have to hit the R1, L1, R2, L2 buttons simultaneously. And on the screen, it, it he like holds the... It looks like a controller, but it's a ball. And so you actually press all four of those buttons at the same time and another explosion happens and the game ends. Oh, that was a yep. good game. Yeah, that Good was job, good Carmen. Well done. You're very Carmen, good at this game. Carmen's winning. <laughs> I hate you for it. All right, you're up, Ben. I'm trying to get two of you to get one right now. Correct, yeah. Math. Oh. What you should do is listen to the first two times that we explained oh it. Gosh, uh, and maybe maybe integrate. Or three times if you listen to it on MixLR because it's probably still looping well, into he, your house. He was muting it, so yeah, it was I'll in and out. Wait for, <laughs> wait for the 30 seconds delay to come back down from the interwebs. I like Ben. And what you should do as I know I'm going to sound like an old person is integrate a pen and paper into your life so that you can take <laughs> a thing called a note. Or you could open up that device you call a phone, but it's used for everything else. And uh, What's a phone? Yeah. Go for it, Ben. All right. <clears throat> Justin and Kevin. Uh, this no, it's for everybody. You don't need to that way. No, it's everybody. You everybody. And Carmen. Shut up, Ben. You're already failing. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Did you guys mail me for winning a contest on your show? Oh, that's interesting. Uh, what's interesting the most about this is if you and Carmen get this right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what, did we, what game did we uh, send What, what him? was the question? You guys, you guys sent me like a collector's edition of a video oh game. Oh, my God. I, I, I think I know which one it is. I know it. <laughs> You know it. Oh, Maybe it'll be all the, oh look. I, I mean, I'm going to guess. Uh, no, I, I don't I remember sending anybody. I think it's Crazy Taxi. Uh, I'm going to. Okay, so I'm just going to guess. It, I'm going to say uh, E.T., the 1983 Atari. Oh, why would you even? <laughs> <laughs> what if it was that movie? <laughs> I don't remember I'm gonna go sending with, anybody a game. I do. I, and I, here's the it, thing. It was, We've, it was a collector's edition. We have sent, but we would. Have, this is not something that you sent to us to sign because we've had that. But those I've had have all that, been but that's not what games. he's saying. I signed, which I th- no, I felt no, horrible no. about because I signed a sly game. I remember for and a somebody listener. wanted it, yeah. Uh, and then we sent my broken Xbox. Yeah, that I remember. But, but that's I don't not to Ben. That was to uh, Vince or somebody who sounds like uh, Vince. That in this given moment, was, I can't really remember. Oh boy. Uh, so anyway, the. Um, but I'm going to go with Crazy Taxi 3. That's my guess. Carmen, tell me if I'm right or wrong. I'm pretty darn sure it was Kill Zone. Really? Uh, what number was it? Three? Woohoo! Is that right, Ben? What's well, right? 
Carmen. <laughs> well done, Ben. Carmen got that one right. Wow. wow. When did wh- why did we have a copy of Kill Zone 3? Guys, we're internet celebrities. And so <laughs> we don't remember all the collector's editions. What the only reason I ever played game, that game is when it was free on the Vita. Is that the people who listen to the show are uh, unimportant to us. Yes. Right? <laughs> no. The Ben is now very important to me. Ben, tell us the story of why we sent you a collector's edition of a game. Don't act like you don't know. I don't. I don't even. Got I really don't. Free for some reason, but you guys posted that like, the challenge to make you a video. And I think I won, and the guy who Rick rolled you won. And oh, I like the idea of being Rick rolled. Man, I don't remember this. Are you sure it's our podcast? <laughs> you know what? New bit now. New bit when you call into the show. If you could convince us of something that we did, yeah. but, but we didn't actually do. Man. Ben, I have no recollection of ever acquiring an edition of Killzone or sending it to anybody. That had to have been something you did because I, I didn't. Yeah, the I don't even I know where the post office is. I bought it new because I like yeah, the Killzone games. What if he goes and finds it and it's crazy taxi? Yeah. Time? So Ben and Carmen are winning this game. Yeah, that I think you they. Invented. I think they win. Well done. All right, good job, guys. You guys are the winners. Yay! <laughs> Yes. They're better at this game than I am. All right. Now. I thought for sure you guys would know that, that name. I wonder if anybody knew that name in the Discord. So as per the rules, you're now allowed to ask us a question. It can be more trivia. It can be uh, about our personal lives. But it can be about the past episodes of the show that we have clearly forgotten. Unfortunately, because there are two winners uh, by official rules mm-hmm. of Stump Game, you have to ask it at the exact same time. Three, two, one, ask. Ow. No, all right. Uh, I do have a question, though. I do have a question. Actually, okay, go for it. Will we be, be at E three? I will. This is a good question. I've been meaning to ask Justin. Will, will you, you be been, at E three? Uh, will I be at E three? Oh, I wish I had a drum roll. That would be cool if I had it over. I there thought you have own. a rim shot, right? I do, but it's you used uh, to have a drum roll. Yeah, uh, I should be. Yeah, I have a. I have a pass. Do you have a pass? Yeah, you didn't pass. tell me. Yeah, I have a pass, dude. We're going to E three. That's right. Yeah. We're uh, we're not presenting or anything. We're not. <laughs> I am. I don't what? Did it come in your past? No. I'll be presenting my ass. Jay <laughs> <laughs> Dog and the douche. <laughs> uh, are you going to E three, Ben? Uh, I am. Sweet. Oh, what day are you going? Uh, I think it's just a one. It's a one time all day pass, isn't it? I don't know. We it's yeah, usually you, there's three days. There's three days: go. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then when there you're are media an internet days. celebrity like Kevin, and I, you can go to all three days if yeah. you want because I, they want you there. We're like the Kim Kardashian of E3. They they want us there. They I don't know why I'm stuck on this reference uh, today. They want it. us pouring like champagne on my presented ass. Do you um are you going as a as a contributor exhibitor or are you going as a guest? Uh, just a regular plebeian civilian. Plebeian. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet, do you live in L.A.? No, going all the way to the West Coast. Nice. Where do you yeah. live? Yeah. East. East Coast. Very East Coast. specific. East Coast. Cool. <laughs> well, that's awesome, man. Uh, we'll we'll so, see well, you on well, the floor. Hold on. Yeah, like what? Well, maybe we can uh, see you there, and then you could take a picture with your heroes if you want. Bring I mean, Killzone, and we can play it. Oh. <laughs> How about how about we make this for your Instagram feed, uh, Ben? You bring your kill zone that we copied. Yeah, we'll walk up to the Sony PlayStation booth yeah. and and just kind of go, "Hey, um, this is Sly Cooper." Yeah, 
uh, I'm a failed comedian. Uh-huh. This is our friend Ben. Do you have a, a console we could play this Killzone game on? <laughs> we really would like to do that. And then and just and then that it's would probably be for the three six. And just watch some hot twenty four year old chicks stare at us blankly and blink. Yeah, well, PlayStation usually has like their tech interns running their booth. All right, then we'll find the hot twenty four. They're over at the Nintendo booth. They, those guys hire models. Uh, well, it would be funnier if we said if we held up a PlayStation disc and said, "Can we play this on one of your consoles?" I know. I love this idea. Ben, are you in? Yes. See uh, you at E3. <laughs> what what do you want to see at E3, uh, Ben? Cool. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, um, what do just I kidding with silence? <laughs> Hello? These Hello? are the jokes. Hi? What do you want to see? Sly 5. Sly 5. All right. Hello. I think we're all going to be disappointed for that one. All right, Kyron, what's your question? Um... I'll just piggyback off of Ben's question. When are you guys coming to Vancouver? Vancouver? That's the opposite <laughs> of Ben's question. Good day, sir! <laughs> <laughs> we have no uh, tour dates in Vancouver currently. <laughs> I wish I knew enough about Canadian geography. We're going to Ottawa. You, is it worth the trip no. to go to Ottawa? No. We like, we got, we like French a lot yeah. because we don't speak mm. uh, French at all. So we're going to French. Ottawa. Do, oh, don't God. they speak French in Ottawa? No. Ottawa? You no, fucking idiot. Vancouver. It's literally just north of where you guys are. Oh, just north. So what? how long yeah, would it take for Seattle. you to drive to L.A.? Because if we're just north, that means we're just south. You just hop on down. It would take her like 20 hours. Yeah, that's nothing. <laughs> 18 to 20, somewhere in there. Yeah, it's like a 20-hour drive. Oh. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. You are on point. That was impressive. Uh, no, we are not planning to come to Vancouver. <laughs> we do an internet show so we can do this from our own home. <laughs> we are not going to Vancouver. No. Thanks for the invite, though. I oh, that was so beautiful. funny. That was. <laughs> We are not going. Okay. All right. Thanks, kids, for playing Stump. You're the best. All right. We'll see you all later. Of course. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You going to do the thing? Okay, bye. Worth it so much. You know what's beautiful? They've only been dating three weeks. <laughs> and look how in love they are. Oh, that's fun stuff. That is fun stuff for everyone. Let's take a break and come back. And uh, we'll, we'll uh, details from Tyria. You know what they say? That, uh, all right, that's enough of that. <laughs> that was good. I jumped hard. I jumped hard. You guys, here's the thing. You know, you ever, you ever scare someone and it's always funny? Like it's never not funny to, to scare someone. I'm sorry. That no, it was funny. It was very funny. You genuinely frightened me. To the point where and I now the tales from Daria. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is at least one of my top eight favorite shows. This is oh, top eight. 
So <laughs> earlier today, uh, I was playing Destiny 2 because you and I, Justin, were planning to play Destiny 2 together. You got AJ so, Assassin at home, too. <laughs> He's this holy S that scared the S out of me. <laughs> oh, man. That was oh, great. So I'm sorry. Okay, go back. Um, so I was playing Destiny 2 because we made plans to play Destiny 2, but yes. you've been <laughs> not playing Destiny 2. <laughs> So, <laughs> so I finally got into uh, it, and uh, more on that in a little bit because uh, the game's really great. You should play it. plays in cooperative mode. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. Uh, but like most things, I was, I was playing Destiny Two. It made me want to play Guild Wars. <laughs> the number of times I've said What's that the since name to of my your wife. Destiny Two character. Oh, I, it's Is just it a warlock. You don't get to oh, name him. Right. Yeah, right. uh, Not in this that's game. That's why I don't play. Uh, but <laughs> she she is a warlock like Karina. So. Um, the, uh, these mounts that they've added to the most recent expansion of Guild Wars 2, the Path of Fire, it just enhanced the game so much. And, the, you know, this game has been around now for six years, I think. And, and be- uh, uh. Guild Wars 2? Oh, Destiny 2. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Guild Wars 2. I was in my head, and I'm sorry. No, it's a narcissistic okay. father. Well, come back. <laughs> Spoilers! So, um, I'm, going, I'm really not being a good friend. I did say, like, let's play the game. I'm like, but when am I going to play it? Uh, no, it's okay. No, I, I know. I jobs, know. I'll have time no, to play I know, it. I know you don't have and time. you said six years. I was like, holy crap. I'm a I'm terrible friend. I didn't think Destiny 1 was out six years ago. Oh, so we saw it at E3. Yeah. So um, yeah, in, the, in this game, <laughs> it took three hours at E3 to see it. So in, in Guild Wars 2, which is the game I'm discussing now, uh, there's these... These barren wastelands of these kind of high adventure inspired environments, right? And there's these creatures that have been around since the original Guild Wars called the Branded, which are these like tall, purpley, crystal things that kind of float. And they're really messed up when you see one of them. And in this particular instance uh, on the map, there's this dragon called Primordus, and he he creates these prisms, these like stretches of, of land that all these branded creatures are just spawning all over the place. And I was trying to do a little mission to uh, collect some uh, loot from these creatures. And when suddenly I come down out of the ravine, um, like 10 of them start to come up and out like over the the ridge and they're coming at me. And again, what I was saying is that the, this game, now that it's six years old, they've really learned how to make it good. Like there's a lot of, of season game development in this because that, that never used to happen that like I was around and I definitely triggered a bunch of creatures that were on some path and they were coming for me quietly. And I was like, maybe I can take no, I, nope. I, I have got to run. <laughs> And so I turn, which is normal, but again, aggroing is what we call it, which is when you accidentally grab a bunch of people and they come at you. I I go to hightail it on ground that I can walk on because on the side of me are this poison charred earth. And as I'm running on two mounts, on two uh, backs of riders are two other actual players and they're running at me. And I audibly said out loud, oh, those are good guys. And like in a cowboy movie, they run at me, split me, dismount and start in the fray against this mass of purple. Yeah. I turned. I was like, this is awesome. And we took them all out together. I was like, you guys saved me. This is amazing. <laughs> totally, and they and they went to town. They were like, I'm like, yeah, me too. 
Did uh, you like run past the mountains and then turn around? And no, yeah, back? I had to. I spun around to see if they were going to keep running or if they. And they did. They dismounted and just started whacking at these guys. And so I turned around and we took them all out. Took out the whole band. I'm like, that's the beauty of playing an online game like that. In that, by myself, I was dead. Yeah. But then, and just by the happenstance, those two players that were out doing something similar happened to see that and were like, we'll we'll participate. I don't know that I've ever been that. Have you ever been that person where you just come in and you like just start whipping up on stuff? Uh, I had something like that when I played. Who else? Do, it was Chris uh, Copeland. We played oh, Destiny yeah. with. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there was a point at some point where I, he was way beyond. Those I guys are us, crazy they? good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was a certain point where I got to be. I was leveled up in Destiny. I think was the closest I had. I just got to come in and. But I don't think it was actually with you guys. Oh I yeah, think, you played with them by yourself. That's no, cool. no, I don't oh. think it was with you guys. I think I got sucked into another oh, mission yeah, yeah, and got yeah, to yeah, just yeah. come in as like a twenty-four on yes, mission yeah, nine yeah, yeah. and just started <laughs> whipping people up. That happens a lot for me in Guild Wars because I have been playing it since out. day one. And so if I go into areas, I'll find people. I'm also like it's in the early days of the game you would see a death mark on the map because it shows where a fallen player is and people would make a beeline for you and people would wait and be resurrected and it was like it was cool and then you'd say thanks for the res and everything these days now someone falls like i try to run to get them in time and usually they're like i give up and they move on but it creates such a fun bitch yeah exactly like i'll just start over but i like that element of like helping somebody that or like finding somebody that's struggling um in these games there are these um hero points that are really high value and they're impossible to do by yourself and every now and then i'll see some poor sucker trying to do it by themselves and i'll run in and I'm like ah oh, we'll do even though i've already done it like yeah yeah i'll help you out and then you're like good job and i always bow and take off that's so. awesome that's a fun story it's a good game the uh we we sometimes will uh get a stupid update from me on one hour one life during this same exact segment <laughs> and you talk about helping one people. hour one life p um <laughs> so for me uh the, you talk about helping people is that the, the new thing that he threw out is signs have you been playing the game have I, you, or you just read the updates i read the updates <laughs> I, it's funny i paid 20 dollars, i think yeah to uh read updates on what's going on in this game that i could be playing it's it's a but, great life we live so anyway and if i get a new laptop i, I don't know but blah, blah, blah. point is he added signs yeah and I think people have been using signs to leave messages for people. Yeah, of like, course. Like not even to, like, and you could say, no man's go this way, and, you know what I mean? Yeah. That kind of thing. And I, written language. Yeah. That's, he's simulating written language. It's, and I was like, oh my God, this, yeah. this, and it's funny because I do wish, I think this, if, if, you know, we talked about going back to my twenties, yeah. I think I, I, maybe I wonder mm-hmm. if I was in my twenties mm-hmm. and when I first moved to Los Angeles before we had kids and I was trying to be an actor, Natalie had a full-time job. This and is I, it's actually when you were playing the Sims. I was, was at that time. No, no. That was when we were living in the Bay oh, Area. Oh, you're right. You're right. But when we moved down here, but it was pretty close. Although when yeah. we moved down here, I didn't have a job. Yeah. So for at least, I want to say three or four months, mm-hmm. all I did was go to auditions all day Yeah. and then come back and then I would make sure to cook dinner before she came home. And then Without say, children, there yeah. is a lot of free time. Oh my gosh. There's a lot of free time oh in your life gosh, before yes. there are children. Oh, and wait till your kids get old enough that you can like, they could go stay with someone yeah. for like four or five days. Who's that going to be? I don't know. I guess us. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Uh, well, you, you know have her afford- parents. You could take it to her parents. That's and the, a very far away. I love that. It's very far yeah, away. Yeah, but it's, eventually they'll get old enough. You could put them on a plane. Oh, wow. Ironically, though, when you put them on a plane, they're going to be old enough where you won't be as involved. Mm. But it's just weird because the house is quiet. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can play Imagine. whatever video game you want without... Ja- oh, my gosh. To get back to video. Jack is... My six-year-old is super... Uh, 
annoyingly mm-hmm. passive aggressive. Not annoyingly, actually. I kind of find it endearing. If I'm being for now, right. no, I still he's six. But I, as a father, I have to say, knock it off because it's like a douchey behavior where it's like. <laughs> Oh man, I want to play this game. Like while I'm playing it, just, and then it would be like 20 seconds to go by. It goes, oh, I really like this game a lot. And then my favorite is the wonder when I'll get to it. Like, yes, because in yes. his mind, he's sitting there going, I don't think he's getting the message. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna flip <laughs> this. Really? At what point do you think you will have to break and get a second PlayStation? I will not. Go I on. will not get a second PlayStation. But... I already want one, and I have a three-year-old and a five-year-old. Because a three-year-old sits there, and she's convinced she's playing when she just holds a controller. Oh, yeah, and then those... she tells me things I'm doing. I'm like, yeah, you're doing it. Those, Good job. those days are so limited. Yeah. They're... No, I know. And... I know. But I feel bad for her because I'm like, she wants to play. I can right. tell. And she will, because he didn't get to it three, but now he's five, and he's pretty um, efficient. Yep. Proficient is the word I want. I think if they could figure out a way to pay for it themselves, I would be open to it. Mm-hmm. It's funny because they've come close. Like wow. between birthday money and, and other oh, sure. stuff, like they'll save up. They'll be like, I got $84, but they're still young enough that they'll just go blow most of it at a trip. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I try. I try to say, like even remember, remember we had the conversation about Lego Dimensions and mm-hmm. my kid. And yeah. I said, you want that now mm-hmm. because it's new and shiny. And uh, I, I've, it's so funny. I'm This is where I'm a bad father to Jacob because he goes, we were sitting there and I, and I said, uh, hey, I thought of something the other day and I just want to point this out to you. But I'm not mad, and I'm not really trying to. I am trying to make a point, but I'm not trying to dig at you to yeah. say that you did something wrong. When I say this, he's like, "What?" I said, "Remember how bad you wanted that Lego Dimensions?" Yeah, that's and good. he was like, "Uh huh." And I said, "See, it's sitting over there on the entertainment center. When's the mm-hmm. last time you played that? Now all you want to play is Assassin's Creed." Yeah, and he's like, "I'll play it tomorrow." I go, "No, no, that's not the point." I'm not, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, imagine if you had dumped all the money into Lego Dimensions that you had in Skylanders and yeah. Disney Infinity guys. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you're talking to me right now. Yeah. Like why? The, no, I mean, like, oh, personally, <laughs> I'm really talking to you. No, I think it's different. I bought more Skylanders from Toys R Us today. <laughs> <laughs> but it's different because you will go back. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Like, and it's not like you do. You did that. You didn't do that for Lego Dimensions and for Disney Infinity and for Skylanders. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. really fell in love with Skylanders. That became your yeah. thing. You like Lego Dimensions, but you don't have every single I one. I don't have or, every You know what I mean? Like, I, have, I have several, but right, not every single one. Right. And I have lots of Disney Infinity. That one I, at times, regret because yeah. because they didn't keep it up and the game doesn't. It kind Disney of, Infinity? Yeah, yeah it yeah. kind of fell flat. I was shocked <laughs> at how much playtime they got out of that, but yeah. It's a good game. So in uh, Destiny 2, I was really impressed with one of the levels today because... Oh, sorry, I interrupted you. Not, not at all. Oh, it was okay. your turn to talk. Uh, I was just going to say that it feels like they took a, uh, a page out of the book of Portal 2. There's this portion which seemed very undestiny-ish where I was winding through uh, something and I had to like blow stuff up to find out how to keep moving. And, uh, and then, and then the path, you know, normally in destiny games, it's a very clear path, like go this way. There were moments in this where it was like, I kind of have to figure out how to get way over there and stuff that looks like background. I'm like, I think I'm actually supposed to jump on that, which was kind of an interesting element. There was a, for the first time I remember, yeah, like a sense of exploration of like, oh, I'm actually going into the unknown to search this out. Uh, and it, that game is beautiful. How far into that game are you? Uh, I don't know. Five, six hours, maybe. All right. Maybe four or five. Don't do it. Stay with Assassin's Creed. Well, I'm you almost with done with Assassin's Creed, I oh. think. Well, then get it so we can do at least the... And then I, but then I, have, I still have Mass Effect uh, that you that, also got me. That is a thick game. Oh, you have a lot going on. I love on. those games. So I much. still have to finish Horizon Zero Dawn. 
And here's the the obsession that I have yet to get. Coaster Planet. Did I mention that? that? Yeah. So this game is old, but uh, since the moment it first came out, I was like, that looks like something I'd want, but I don't have the time and I don't have the money, but I really don't have the time for it. Uh Uh-oh, Justin's going to buy it right now. No, I'm not. (laughs) So it's Roller Coaster Tycoon 4, essentially. They and it, it's about two years old now, and so they've had multiple updates. You so we went to Disneyland a couple of weeks ago, and the whole time I, we were in California Adventure, I was like, I just really like this idea of having to repair a park that wasn't well thought out. <laughs> <laughs> and if you've been to California Adventure, you know what I'm talking about. Is this why you tweeted me that video? Uh, maybe because they're ripping out a Bugs Land to put in Marvel Land. A Bugs Land was the fix for Disney for California Adventure. And they're already like, no, that fix didn't work. We need to fix it again. Put in Marvel Land. Uh, which is a shame because Bugs Land is a pretty good little slice of that park. And I'll be sad to see it go. But uh, so then I was like, man, I used to play these games all the time. And then I looked at my phone and I have an older version of Roller Coaster Tycoon 3 on the on the mobile version. It's no longer available in the Apple Store. Some other in-purchase app game is. But it's a lot of fun and like old school. But this coaster planet i want to get it and i want to twitch it because i want to make like a sly cooper park but oh, that's fun the, you can do you can do anything within this game and i've watched some guys and gals on twitch where they're literally building soda shops and and restaurants and and where the employees work uh i watched a guy build an, a hoth planet theme park where everything was on ice and then everything was science fiction-y and there was a robot laser dog cannon but then you can get into characters heads and they can they tell you how cool the line is and whether or not the ride is worth going on and the amount of detail that you have so you can truly design individual elements it's not like yes. you just have these tool pieces like, no. that you drop in yes that's right you can do both they have tool uh, pieces okay. and then you can, you can get in and you can build like how a building is constructed and then decide that this is where you buy chili, hot dogs, and chips. And those are three stands at this building you've constructed. You make paths. So then they have a bunch of expansions because the game is older. They have a, an adventure land one that looks all high adventure uh, They have a spooky one that's Halloween. And then they have a Back to the Future version uh, where you can add in the clock tower. And that's you can fun. make it look like 2015 or 1885. They have a Knight Rider version <laughs> where you can add that kind of material in. Uh, so... It, there's a couple of the promo videos. Again, it's silly to be drooling over a game that's this old, but I am holding my breath, and I'll see if I'll make it till the Steam summer sale hits, and it'll probably drop redu- uh, very low, but I don't think I'm going to make it that long. I want to play it now. I want to play it now! Yeah, but you love these games. I love you these love- games. Really, the reason I don't is because I don't have the time. Mm. I don't have the time. Look at how much, the, the, the amount of detail you can do in this, that it would just be a life suck. And and the whole time I'm thinking I should be playing Guild Wars. Uh, really? I have work to do in Tyria. There are people that need me. But the is that only because you talk about it in the show, or is it because no, you, because it's a part of you me daydream now. about that game? I do. Okay. Yeah, like I literally, if I play other games for extended periods of time, I think I should probably go back to Tyria. I used to do that with The Sims. Really? Oh yeah, I would think That's about oh, when I get home because Natalie was gone when yeah, I was yeah, doing yeah, the Sims, yeah, yeah. so it's like it became my home life. The reason why I think Guild Wars continually draws me back is because the amount of XP that I've poured into that. Like I, I recognize that I'm in not an elite, but a very high echelon of players that have that game with the amount of, of investment that I put in it. So why would I want to play a game where I'm a total noob when I have, where I'm essentially not Superman, but like 
I don't know, like a B grade character. Have you have you recognized other players I'm that like, you've seen multiple times? That occasionally, you don't know? guilds. Yes, I I have been able to spot other guilds. Right. Yeah, um, I just was wondering. It would be funny. I'm like Ant Man. I'm not Iron Man, <laughs> but I'm Ant Man. It would be funny to imagine that there's a couple of people who play and they're talking on a headset and they're like, oh, did you see Karina North? <laughs> it's too big for that. It's okay. far too large of a game for that. But within my guild, absolutely. There's been, I've been, I'm in a couple of guilds and so I've made friends. Like imagine those two uh, dudes who saved you. Mm-hmm. Imagine if they've been stalking Karina North this whole oh, time, amazing. waiting for the perfect moment to... To you pounce know, and yeah. save the day. Yeah. And they're like, hey, what's up? What's up? See, your your you dimension of the game, I think, you? is sorely missing. That's I think that's the Guild Wars 3. I got this social cankle that you can have. Excuse me? A, a griffin. Okay, I'm nervous because I'm talking to Karina. <laughs> Did you say cankle? Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of what would be a funny body part to a griffin, but then I was so happy with my choice of cankle, I said hippogriff like a moron. <laughs> It was well done. It was well done. <laughs> I do discover a lot of undisco- unidentifiable objects. I find those a lot. Or undiscoverable objects. There are like these things. They're just junk. They- so wait, you just said the sentence, I discover a lot of undiscoverable yeah. objects. So I get I get loot when you kill a creature or whatever. It drops stuff. And there's these things they call unidentifiable. That's oh, okay. a, Yeah, unidentifiable object, which I guess is a UFO. But <laughs> an I... An I- an UO. It's a UO. UFO. 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 Wow. This is the future of the show. <laughs> All right, make sure you uh, check out Kevin's Twitch channel. It's twitch.tv slash thekevinmiller.com. What are you, uh, you Twitch something besides uh, the yeah. Fly Cooper game, I, 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 feel. I busted out the uh, Lego Dimensions just last night, actually. Right. It's a little surprise stream. Tuesday nights at 8-ish Pacific time is the time for Sly. I saw some kind of mention of, like, thank you for your help on the Twitter with mm-hmm. something that you Twitch. What was that about? Y- um, oh, I was thanking everybody for the patience. So two folks uh, kind of saved the day. Uh, who we've had on the show, Ryan and, and Zane, were instrumental. And in, I think I'm need to get a new PC is really what it comes oh, down man. to. I'm going to have to get a new motherboard. Is that going to be hard for you? What do you mean? It's not, you love getting new computers. I thought. Oh no, it is going to be hard because it's oh. going to be a whole new build. I've been. Oh. I'm, I don't want to do it. Oh, uh, but I have to build a whole new rig. Is what it comes down to. Uh-oh. Yeah. So and that's time consuming. There's a lot of things that can go wrong. I've only done it once with my current machine. I've. It's. It's a. It's an ordeal. It's also expensive. Oh, it's like. So, Guys, what we need to do is we need to go to PayPal.com, <laughs> and then what you do is if you put in your username and password yeah. uh, that you could pick, it's usually an email address, okay? And then after that, you link it to a bank account or a mm. credit card account, mm. and then you can make a donation to Kevin so that he could get his new build, guys. There's a button on my Twitch page that right. lets you do you that. To, or you just go to twitch.tv mm-hmm. slash thekevinmiller. Mm-hmm. And uh, just donate so he could get his new build. That's right. Uh, because he needs a place to build his... his then you could visit his theme parks, his multiple yeah. theme parks that you, in a sense, are a patron. In fact, I would imagine you would get a season pass if you're a paid provider. Absolutely. Yeah, you yeah, could yeah. just go and look at his theme park, whatever mm-hmm. you want. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Just Especially if you have there. the game, you can download it. And realistically, I mean, just with the donation alone, if you're going to plan to go to Kevin's theme park more than twice... Yeah. It pays for itself. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. The other thing that's fun about Twitch is that uh, people do compete with each other to, with the cheers and the tips. So uh, the Matt and uh, Fang Sanchez got into a bidding war for the leading number of bits or cheers or money that they donated to the last time we had the stream. And so Matt finally bowed down and let Fang Sanchez be the winner. And so uh, you can join us at 9 o'clock and try to usurp Fang Sanchez's As like leadership. the mayor of donations. Yeah, uh, 
yeah, that's the idea. Wow. Wow. That sounds like a heated debate and conversation that can only be found at twitch.tv slash the Kevin Miller. I'm really uh, now just stalling and hoping that we're actually going to run out of song. Oh, don't worry. I have to do a plug. Oh, so, please. Uh, so Justin Warsham is a big fan of the Los Angeles Rams. I love him. Make sure that you watch football. Oh, guys, you got to. This uh, fall. If you don't watch football, they the may Rams, cancel the Rams. They will. They're going to they're gonna not even send them to St. Louis. Yep. They're going to go to Vancouver. <laughs> we also have a friend that is a Raiderette again. Uh-huh. And so you can vote for the Raiders yeah. for best football team. Uh, that's happening. But then they're going to move to Las Vegas. I started the song too early. <laughs> uh, that's all I want. Summer, Summer Immemora. I could say yeah. her name because she's a public figure. So we know Summer Immemora. The, uh, I think it. She's a, it's she was, a full name, right? Yeah. I assume, yeah. She's a second time Raiderette. Boom. 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 I thought she stopped. She did. She came back. You didn't know? Oh, no. She re-auditioned. Know. She's going to be on the, the squad this year. Boom. Is she moving to Vegas? I don't think so. I think she's Oh, John Gruden. Building. Chucky's back, everybody. I know everybody loves sports on this podcast, yeah. but uh, Chucky is back with the Raiders. I think that's going to get Kevin to be a Raider fan instead of a no, I'm fan. No, I'm a Niner fan. I really do think, yeah. You're going to jump over to the I, Niners? Why would you not come to the Rams? You live in L.A., I, baby. I, I think I'm going to. Is it because we can have the fun rivalry? Yeah, I, a little bit of that. But I, I think I'll lean into the Rams. But I, I find my heart leaning back, back towards to the Santa Niners Santa? because of Jimmy Garoppolo and, and the fact that it's the Niners. There's something about me that wants to go home. So They're going to be good this year. I, I, I could see a Niner-Patriots Super Bowl. A year from now, how awesome would we finally have the SFP Bowl that oh, we've been longing right. for all these years? Oh, and for your your sake, I hope it goes. And then Tom Brady retires the next year. Like, exactly, that's yeah. my point. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so don't forget, donate to Kevin's Twitch. Watch the Rams. <laughs> uh, I think that's pretty much. Get your pet spayed or neutered. Uh, yes. And Choose one. Don't do it both because it's super pricey and unnecessary. Come to, <laughs> come to E three. <laughs> Buy Guild Wars 2 and join my guild, Planet Pluto. Go to Vancouver. These are all ideas. Don't order the double Whopper. Just get the triple Whopper. It's worth it. It's just sound. It, it's an investment sound at that point. Advice. Your ROI on that is much better than if you just get the regular Whopper. Don't wait for the double pickles. Order oh, all oh. the food. How many times did my grandfather tell me that? <laughs> I'm Anthony Kevin Miller's Justin Worship saying, <gasps> okay, okay, bye. bye.